Hello and welcome. My next guest is Dr. Khadija Uzul, an award-winning doctor and leader. She's an international TEDx speaker, founder, CEO of Akaya, and director of Melanin Medics, two not-for-profits that support women and doctors in Africa. Khadija shares why there is a challenge for trainee doctors in UK and Africa and what drives them to empower women and give them a sense of equality as female African leaders. Impactful Billionaires, the podcast with award-winning social entrepreneur, Nayasha Kwaditso. Do more, be the impact. You can subscribe on patreon.com Impactful Billionaires and get Nayasha's latest episodes and ask her questions. Or you can wait and listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So at the moment, what am I doing? Where do I begin? So I'm currently a junior doctor here in the UK. Um, I graduated from medical school um, in 2021, summer 21. Um, in the UK, when you are when you finish medical school, you have to work two years as a foundation doctor before you decide which where you want to specialize um, or how you want to proceed with your medical career. So I'm currently at the stage where I'm a few months away from making that decision. Oh wow! Yes. Aside that, um, I run two nonprofits. The first is Melanin Medics, um, which is a UK-based um, charity for the present and future African and Caribbean doctor. So our work mainly focuses on um, diversity in medicine or healthcare, widening aspirations, as well as aiding career progression of our black doctors um, who have seen to be, um, have a number of challenges that they face, not just before even getting into medical school, not just when you are in medical school as a student, but also after you graduate and you work but also our work spans across um, advocating for black patients in the UK when it comes to health inequalities as well. So we work very closely with um, higher education institutions, the General Medical Council, so the body that looks after medical licenses of doctors that practice in the UK, as well as the British Medical Association, which is essentially our large union body. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So... Um, and, and I think it's the, that work, I saw your profile about it. Mm. That's why I reached out to you to ask mm-hmm. you whether you could, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so what's the next one? The yeah, other the one, um, which I would say, I mean, our activities have been running for about two years now, but we only recently launched in March when I went to Ghana. Um, so the other one is called Akaya. So A-K-A-Y-A. And essentially Akaya is a UK and Ghana registered um, charity, uh, mm-hmm. which works on or focuses on the personal and professional development of the next generation of female African leaders. Um, essentially, we do this through encouraging or empowering them through having good health, but also good knowledge, good education. So wow. that we are specifically tackling the UN SDGs three, four, and five, which covers mm-hmm. our so education, health, and empowerment. Mm-hmm. Um, so we launched uh, March International Women's Month. Um, mm-hmm. 
one of our flagship programs is the Like Her project, which are workshops that we deliver across schools, secondary schools or high schools in Ghana to the girls, um, which focuses on those three key pillars and involves um, donating items to mitigate or to reduce the barrier that the girls face when it comes to pursuing an education. So sanitary pads, hygiene products, but also um, educational supplies as well. Um, we have, a, we have a few other exciting um, projects coming very soon um, from Akaya as well. Um, but again, since launching, the support has been amazing. It's so beautiful to see. Um, the work that we're doing is, is, is so needed and the girls really appreciate um, it. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, those are the two nonprofits that take up most of my time. But aside that, I'm also a public speaker. So um, I speak here and there, travel here and there. Before going to Ghana, I was speaking in America. Every child deserves a loving family. And that is why I founded Banya Fostering, an independent provider in 1996. In the past 24 years, we have grown to become one of the largest agencies in the UK. We thrive to support carers and empower children, providing opportunities for brighter futures. Have you ever thought about supporting a child that needs it most? So far, we've helped more than 7,000 children in our care. What else? Uh, advise yeah. a few other organizations, but those are my three, I guess, was it three? Yeah. I, I there's a lot of them. And also being a, a, a part of a family, Yes, just so much I'm the there. eldest daughter. So the eldest daughter syndrome is very much here as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic, isn't it? <laughs> that's <laughs> wonderful. And uh, earlier when he was telling me that you work in Kent, but your family is in London, mm -hmm. that's another commitment alone, just being a different place to where you work. And um, I can imagine that being true. But, you know, when I'm talking to people, I'm always, you know, especially when I'm talking about what they're doing now, what they're focusing now. I mean, going back a little bit and when you're thinking, reflecting back yeah. in your background, in your childhood, in your upbringing, why do you think you do what you do today? Mm -hmm. If someone was just saying, why, why do you do this? Why do you do all these nonprofits? Yeah. Is it something which come, she came up from your upbringing or something which might be actually anti your unbringing bringing something completely different <laughs> despite well, your I, <laughs> I think um it has definitely stemmed from when I was young naturally yeah. you know although they were initially I was a very shy person I would say okay. at the time when I was in primary school um I think naturally or over the years um I had this a uh, strong affinity or I have this strong affinity to wanting to simply just help others and mm. um, how I mean at the time I didn't know how this would come through or how I would be able to exhibit this you know in life um mm. but you know now today obviously looking back I think okay well these are the avenues in which I'm able to basically fulfill that passion or need of me wanting to help people especially young people mm. so growing up through secondary school you know that's when I started to really come out my shell and helping people doesn't just necessarily mean monetary wise no no no, no. Looked, exactly it looked for me that was also 
using my voice. So in school, like the person that would speak up for others, it was me. <laughs> Taking yeah. up the leadership positions, definitely me. So being a strong advocate um, for others that needed, you know, that helping hand, that was definitely me growing up. Um, and, you know, what solidifies that was in medical school where I thought, okay, there, there's a lot going on here. Um, and that's when melanin medics came about, you know, when I got to halfway through medical school and that really solidified, well, the avenues that I specifically can help is ensuring that we get more people that look like myself into medical school, becoming yeah. doctors, but also making sure that when you do become a doctor, you have a smooth sailing journey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One of my younger brothers has sickle cell anemia. So that yeah. also, you know, planted the seed of healthcare and becoming a doctor growing up. Oh, right, yeah. the, the condition so you know yeah. being from a single parent household where you have a mother that is trying her best to put food on the table she has to work several jobs one of her childs has a sickle cell so yeah. in and out of hospital mm-hmm. so the care that he was receiving that we were also being able to receive as a family I thought this is what I can do for others um, yeah. so that's what really triggered you know the desire or want to mm. be a doctor um, mm-hmm. and you know sort of progressing through and just also realizing that, okay yes I, I love helping young people but when it comes to you know how Ghana became involved you know I was born and raised in the UK but mm. what I commend my mom on is growing up I think since how old was I even cry like um very very young primary school summer holidays she would take us back to Ghana so it uh, very early on Ghana was a sense of this is my other home Um, growing up I also knew that okay well I'm in a place of privilege if we want to think about in that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what can I do to help my fellow sisters back home who don't have necessarily have that opportunity and that's how the affinity towards being able to help the girls back home mm-hmm. and attire came about as well. Social Enterprise Success Conference is a non-profit event that celebrates and connects social enterprises with a view to replicating them globally. We offer mentoring and coaching to aspiring change makers and leaders to grow their social enterprise ideas. We create networking opportunities to connect with supporters of social and conscious enterprise. Do more, be the impact. It's just incredible to be, um, because sometimes we're so involved in our own personal lives, but mm. being aware of others yeah. uh, is just, it's, it's a gift really yeah. um, to, to, to have. Because there's quite a lot of people around us who don't, who are not even aware of something which is outside, mm-hmm. and you going traveling to as a child and being aware of the difference, being you know what I mean? Yeah. And and seeing the privilege you, you were, exactly. um, you know things we take take for granted here in Europe, you know simple things like fetching water. Girls spend hours going to fetch water. Yeah. You know what I mean, and we just run it tap. You know, what I mean? it's just basic things we just take for granted and think, God, <laughs> the amount of time, especially mm-hmm. girls, uh, uh, spent doing really basic things. 
mm -hmm. walking for hours just to go and get a liter of water. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so stuck. Um, I, I, I grew up, uh, I went to school in Europe, in England as well. So, and um, Africa was sort of my, still is my home. And I've yeah. got uh, memories. And, but when I go there, I'm always, I never stop being stuck by it. It's always, thank God, <laughs> this yeah. is, yeah. But being aware, um, and as I said, people can be can be in the same environment, but they don't see what oh, what me and you see. Caring people see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, it's, I think it's a gift. Definitely. Um, but you know that gift. Sometimes it can be overwhelming. Sometimes you just go, "Who am I, an individual? Mm -hmm. How can I make a difference?" But um, I was thinking, you know, um, so long you can transform or change that one child's life or one girl's life. Yeah. It's better than sitting at home and just saying, well, I can't do it, it's too much. The problem is too big for me to make an impact. Exactly. Yes. So that, that that's really very, very inspiring to hear your story, the how you got to where you're doing. Thank so you. if um, one of our girls in Europe or in Ghana or Africa are listening to uh, this podcast, what three things would you you know, they'll just say, oh, or anybody, it doesn't even need to be one of our girls. I'm thinking, oh, who am I? You know, I'm studying to be a doctor, whatever I'm, what they are doing. How can I make a difference? What would you think? Where would they start? Because some people say, oh, there's so many global problems or issues going on. And they don't, they actually literally get so overwhelmed about where can they start in their own society in their own community in their yeah. own how and, and because it's so overwhelming they don't do anything so I don't know where yeah. to start <laughs> it's true no it's 100 true I mean I would say my, my key advice um three things as you mentioned would be so there is this quote that we have about melanin medics and it's so so important um the quote is start where you are use what you have and do what you can the yeah. fact that we and I was, I was sharing this on my instagram the other day we especially in this day and age we are constantly looking or striving for perfection mm. and that whole idea of chasing perfection is really something that will hinder or stop us from achieving our greatness and this is a greatness that you never know that you could have had or would have you know been able to release or share with others mm -hmm. um it's something you know the fact that we want to we feel like we need to have x amount of people x amount of money um x amount of anything in order to start something that we desire yeah, to yeah the one of so many followers and so many yeah. likes and <laughs> literally no yeah. it's about okay you sit down and have this conversation with yourself what is it that you want to do looking at the resources and you know the power that you have now where can you start and when you when you think about that just go for it I think yeah. people think things a lot when it came yeah. to learning medics there was I think it was about five of us five um co-founding ladies we were all 
simply medical students mm-hmm. we all just we thought okay we're in medical school now across the uk we different medical schools we're realizing that you can count on one hand the number of black students there are this is a problem so yeah. looking at us at the moment this was about six years ago what can we do and we came to the agreement that we can simply just go into schools show up so that individuals especially the black students know that there are mm-hmm. students that look like you that yeah. become doctors that's mm-hmm. the beginning mm-hmm. with yeah. Akaya, again it's going into schools and speaking with these young ladies empowering them not just through their health and menstrual hygiene but also education confidence mm-hmm public speaking, Mm. communication skills that are often overlooked, especially for young women back home. Every child deserves a loving family. And that is why I founded Banya Fostering, an independent provider in 1996. In the past 24 years, we have grown to become one of the largest agencies in the UK. We thrive to support carers and empower children, providing opportunities for brighter futures. Have you ever thought about supporting a child that needs it most? So far, we've helped more than 7,000 children in our care. It's definitely very, very important. Um, You know, you think, you know, having a, running a charity internationally anyway, you think, well, you're going to need a lot. But literally, I finished medical school. I said, I'm going to go back to Ghana on my own. I need to do something. It's now or never. And I don't mm. it. You know, even it was up, what, maybe like the week before going into the school. I still didn't even know what I was going to say to these girls. What I was <laughs> <gonna say. laughs> yeah. no. I know. Um, and fast forward, you know, almost two years later, this is where we currently are now. So um, I saved the thinking for later. Once you, you know, make that start you take that jump you take that leap of faith and you test the waters with Mm -hmm. the experience that you've gained from testing the waters then Mm. you take a seat back think Mm. what 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 is it that you want to do what is the long-term plan and that is exactly Mm -hmm. what you know we did from like pretty much the second half of last year after we did our second um ghana visit i thought okay Mm. we are not registered what is it that i'm trying to do here and that's mm. where we then began to build Akaya and launched in March. So mm. my first advice, just to recap that one, is start where you are, use what you have and do what you can. The second yeah. one, for any young person, I always advise just to keep going. It's mm. in this day and age where social media and all these expectations and all this mm. lifestyle, mm. fast money. Yeah. Mm. Yes, yes. The pressure. The pressure. <laughs> And half of it is fake news anyway. <laughs> you see, um, young people especially are, you know, becoming victims to all this um, fake uh, lifestyle that is being portrayed. So mm. honestly, keep going. And mm. lastly, um, it's important that we take care of ourselves. You know, as mm. much as I went to launch Akai and we did some work, a lot, um, you know, quite a bit of my time was also to just rest. Mm-hmm. Care of ourselves more we yeah. also need to ensure that you know or remember that it's normal to have days where you you believe you can't function where you feel you're not okay yeah yes because and, you can't pull yeah up at all. especially as women we're all yes we're at the bottom of the palace and we don't prioritize ourselves mm. going and we don't look at uh, 
self-care or whatever is looked on as being selfish. Exactly. Mm. Definitely. Yes. And we yeah. just need to remember that, you know, especially as women, especially if women, um, if there is a woman who is also a mother and has a family to look after, you have to remember that you can't pour from an empty cup. You need to be okay in order to make sure that everybody else is okay. Mm, definitely, yes. And for you, it's almost like for, you can't give from empty. Mm-hmm. So if you look after yourself in terms of your health, you can't give when you're not feeling well. Yeah. Exactly. You can't continue to do what you need to do because yeah. there's lots of um, things to do yeah. and you can't do it when you're not feeling well. So it's quite important. It's a it's a mindset shift, yeah. uh, which needs to happen. Or to uh, you know, just keep reminding ourselves that we need to look after ourselves, mm-hmm. mm, and get the support if you need support. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic! I'm really uh, excited about the the tips and the talking <laughs> to you. I would definitely love to keep in touch yes. and know what your uh, projects are doing. If there's anything I can do myself to uh, personally help, if yes. they really so aligned with um, my wish in life to make a difference mm-hmm. and to have an impact, um, you know, to make a difference in people's lives. It just, you know, that's what my driver. That's what my, my big why. <laughs> and I can do to make a difference in somebody's life is that's why I'm here for that's why it's, it's my gift I was given by whatever my parents when they gave birth to me <laughs> uh, to uh, be able to help other people so it's really such a pleasure to interview and to talk to somebody who sort of really is aligned with what I, I believe in uh, it's just fantastic. It just makes the conversation easy and exciting, yeah. but inspiring. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs>